0: TBTL sports, TBTL's talk.
1: <laughs> what? Sorry, I had to fart. What was that? Was that? <laughs> Just farting.
0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast celebrating the radio show-turned-podcast Too Beautiful to Live in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me, your full cavalcade of hosts this morning, we'll start in Everett, Washington, with the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good morning, Christy.
2: Good morning, Bobby.
0: And down to Texas, Meredith, your house apparently smells like shit. Good morning, (laughs) in dallas wow. texas good morning meredith May. it doesn't
3: because i spent the whole morning sterilizing it good morning
0: duff doesn't listen to the show right not anymore no okay you <laughs> got bored with it well duff this is all your fault <laughs> and in austin texas mike i have no idea what your house smells like but it would never be emily's fault anyway mike for sale good morning mike
1: <laughs> uh yeah i have been responsible in the past for tracking in shit But I didn't leave town like Duff did. That that was a neat trick that he pulled.
3: Yeah, he just split. Got an early flight. Got to (laughs) go. Have fun.
0: This is your Monday morning TBTL recap, week in review edition of Little Red Bandwagon. On Fridays, we also put out an episode of Little Red Bandwagon where we talk to a 10 and relax a little bit. Who wants to tell us about our last episode, our latest Phyllis flashback edition of Little Red Bandwagon?
1: Well, I really enjoyed it because um, because we've had Phyllis on a couple of times before, um, we can dispense with the, uh, the interview that we normally do. And I can just get into talking to Phyllis about her job and her life, which is way more interesting than mine. So, uh, <laughs> selfishly, I love having Phyllis on and she, she had a lot of fascinating insights
0: into the news business. Yeah. Um, yeah, she has a real job, like a real yeah, journalist right. job. <laughs> she a grown-up really job and does
1: grown-up stuff, and I love to talk to grown-ups sometimes.
0: And yet takes time out of her day to join us from a, a reasonably priced hotel room in Spokane, Washington. So right. uh, if you haven't listened to Friday's episode yet with Phyllis, go back and do that. Christy and Mike and Phyllis break down a couple of clips from, what, March 2010, including Ratmaster Maurice uh, and Jen and... Uh, Jen and Luke breaking down how they were each expelled, at least temporarily, <laughs> from Jesus Creek.
1: Moo <laughs> That was uh, mean, I gotta we'll say. We'll do your was...
0: week in review, including your clip of the week. <clears throat> and some housekeeping and how to get involved, just some quick LRB business, uh at the top. We'll go real fast here. Mike, are there any House Hunters Texas updates?
1: Uh huge news. We had a handyman in uh this week on Thursday and Friday to repair all the damage that the bunny had done to the house and our previous (laughs) dogs had done and also the where i went through the wall uh, because of the bunny so now the bunny is in custody all the time he moves from he i think we have four three or four temporary cages that that move around and he has a run outside too Uh, so right now he's outside in the sun eating grass um, doing bunny things so i think he's overall happier and the value of our house has skyrocketed since he's been put <laughs> into custody.
0: Well, and that's good. Grass is a nice step up from nibbling on all drywall from the ankle level down. <laughs> right. right, right. <clears throat> we no
1: longer have the equivalent of a quadriplegic um, crazy person gnawing on our baseboards uh, 24 hours a day.
0: Well, you start drafting your apology about that statement for next week. I have an sure. apology from last week. <laughs> um uh for those of you who listen through to the very end of every episode thank you we try to make it worth your while i try to make it worth your while. <laughs> um last week uh i was editing very quickly some people know i've it's been a really busy week for me i have a concert tomorrow we're taping on saturday because i have a concert tomorrow for my day job uh, where i'm a manager and ticket sales guy and everything else on earth and i edited last week's show during a rehearsal Hiding in the back of the room with my headphones on, and I forgot to cut off about five minutes of silence at the end of the episode, and that was not meant to punk anyone or trick anyone. I just screwed up. So I if thought you it meant through... one of us died or something. I thought, I thought you were. <laughs> if you listened through five minutes of silence, waiting for a surprise at the end, and then we're disappointed. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed the moments of reflection. <laughs> Prank. Yeah. Do you
3: think anyone would do five minutes of silence for any of
0: us? Mm. Uh, I know at least a one lot of person silence. did because somebody wrote on the Facebook page about it. Oh. <laughs> Is that how uh, it, you
1: became aware of it? Is yeah. that the only way you became aware of it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and when I listened... They were hoping there was something at the end when, that was cool. Right. When I listened through, I noticed it and I thought, oh shit, well, nobody else will listen through. And
3: then
2: somebody <laughs> else did. <laughs> I guess uh, so that's more the of an bus... indictment
1: of their of their life than your job as an editor. You know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think I listened because I was on the bus back from Portland and heard it.
0: I always Does figure people sense? fall asleep and then they wake up at some point and it's over <laughs> and they don't know what happened in the back half. So <laughs> uh, maybe we should just put a loud like uh, yacht horn at the end, oh, just yeah. wake <laughs> right. people up. Hey, oh,
1: gong. your your stop's coming up. Wake <laughs> up.
0: All right, on to your week in review. We'll start with episode Monday 2070, pod splaining. Uh, and like the whole week, my notes this week are just a lot of little things for the most part. So I'm just going to plow through my list and everybody stop me when you have things. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie's painting of Rudy from one of those painting classes has now been mounted over Rudy's bed. Uh, and Andrew. Is in Wallingford in his empty new apartment, the Wallingford neighbor of uh, neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, he tells us about driving north and the colors changing, and gets a little emotional about it. He says he felt like a thirsty man drinking water for the first time. I, I think was- uh, I think right.
1: he actually did not like California. I yeah. mean, I I think he's too hot. He talked himself into it a little bit, you know. But it's all right not to like L.A. I don't like it. I've yeah. never liked it. I've been there many times and never like it anymore on the next trip than the last. It's maybe it's not for you. So
2: well, also just a place where you have to go and they say give it five years. You're, right. <laughs> no,
1: right. I mean, I liked prison more than I like LA, <laughs> wow. but I did give prison five years. Almost exactly five
3: years.
0: <laughs> I had a, I had a girlfriend. Uh, that I thought I was going to have to try to give it that long with. And after three, I gave up best choice I ever made.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, you got to give her five years. Really?
2: Yeah. Five uh. years. She comes around.
1: <laughs> she, she'll really grow on you.
0: <laughs> uh, we get extended talk of Andrew describing his packing and moving. Um, there's the chicken, fox, and bag of grain analogy, trying to get them all over the river one at a time. Uh <laughs> which they talk about the answer to that story, but did they actually spell it out correctly? I don't actually even know it. I didn't look it up.
3: Mm.
1: I've heard it and I've, I've understood it at certain times in my life, but
3: yeah, it's, it involves taking one of them back with you. You have to keep taking them back and back and back. I forget what it is. Multiple trips.
0: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The only multiple trip back and forth Andrew had to make was that he got 40 (laughs) miles north of L.A. and then realized that they left their suitcases at the hotel. What a
1: terrible feeling. Sucks.
2: The worst. Uh,
0: I have this happen to me probably once a week. Not with suitcases, but like I'll get 10 minutes from the house and realize I left my coffee or an important file on my desk at home. And it's an hour drive for me up to Boston when I go into work. Uh, and I always have to play this game of whether or not it's worth turning around. Right. If I've hit right. the highway on ramp, yeah. I'm done. I don't
1: Christy, bother. Jeremy always forgets stuff, it seems like, right? <laughs> it's always he has to go back to the office. He has to go back home. It seems like all the time.
3: Yeah, We have this problem in my household, and, and I've solved it in in a way that I didn't think would work, but it has. So my husband's pretty scatterbrained. And so what I did was I he was always um, leaving his briefcase, or, you know, something pretty important, his phone, leaving it at home. And then I would have to bring it to him at work, mm. fight my way through rush hour, morning traffic to bring him his briefcase. So I went on Etsy and I commissioned a little print that I had made. And it says phone, keys, wallet, briefcase, inhaler, glasses, you know, everything mm-hmm. that he needs to bring. And he sits at the front of the door, uh, before he leaves every morning and goes through it. Oh, bed, That's really smart.
2: Keys. I got my wallet.
0: Uh, and it's worked. Can we get a picture of this print? Yes,
2: please. Sure. Show picture. Done. I have something similar. Of course, yours is fancy. It just says, don't forget your computer. And it's a post-it. Right. <laughs> because I, I used to have a pretty heavy one with my last job. And now I have this MacBook Air that it just feels like my backpack is empty. Oh yeah. So if I take it out at some point, I might just think it's still in there.
3: I've heard of people throwing their MacBook Airs away with the paper. Oh,
2: I could see that. It's so light. Too
1: light.
3: Well,
1: I'm yeah. a big fan of
3: keeping everything
1: in the same place that you always keep it. You know, like the keys always go in the same place. Wallet always in the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Computer always in the same place. So... Uh, I don't really have a problem with this stuff, but, but Emily does. Like Sometimes the keys will be in her purse. Sometimes they'll be on the table. Sometimes they'll be in a drawer. And it drives me nuts. I can't, you know, because I'm like, wh- how do you ever know where anything is? Oh, well, I just go look for it. Well, I don't want to do that every time.
0: <laughs> uh, I have this fear in the morning that I'm going to do this, so I'm very methodical at night. I don't leave everything in the same place, but I do cluster things. I have a set list of things that i always carry on me and maybe it's different for guys because we have more in our pockets than Mm -hmm. like it's not like rummaging through a purse oh everything's probably in there although i do take Mm -hmm. my backpack everywhere but my pockets always have my phone my keys my wallet uh, and a, a pen and a mechanical pencil and so I pat myself down before I leave the house. <laughs> right, right. I, I stop at the door before I'm about to possibly lock myself you kick your own shoes out.
1: apart as you, as you uh, like, lean against the door, like the cops do? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I actually, down.
0: I call it, my, it's my own little stop and frisk before yeah. I leave. <laughs> right. uh, and I actually, so, like, I'll touch my pocket and make sure I have my keys and wallet. Uh, I forget where I saw this, but they say, they took, they used to put up signs that say, like, beware of pickpockets, but took them down in one of the major city subway systems, because people would see those signs and then touch their pockets. Right. And it would indicate like where your wallet. Oh, was. It just, <laughs> it's a
1: tell. Right. Right. But I, huh? I
0: always, and my, I carry a Leatherman on my belt because I'm apparently a little bit of a redneck. Uh. And so like, I'm always checking all of my spots before I leave. And I do the same thing with my backpack. I, I slip my hand in to make sure my MacBook is in the sleeve in my backpack because it's, it's fairly mm. light. And I might completely leave it behind.
1: Well, a great trick, I think I learned it from listening to uh, Dr. Drew, is if there's something that you really, really don't want to forget, put your car keys right on top of yep. it. Yep. Jeremy does that.
0: I do that. My laptop, I'll put my wallet and keys on top of it when I go to bed so that I know mm-hmm. it's all in one place and... I'm not and also,
1: them. also, if a burglar comes in, it's really quick for them. It's, it's convenient. So convenient, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just if there's any jewelry in the house, also set it right there on top of the laptop.
0: Yeah, I actually just I write out my routing number, yeah, and sure, social security <laughs> number sure. on a little card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice of you. Uh, speaking of getting uh, so far down the road, Theo. Uh, apparently had a death grip on Andrew's seat in the car Whoa. for what Andrew <laughs> says was 210 miles. Whoa.
2: I want to see a picture of it.
0: You're just a horrible person. You want to see didn't a cat suffer? He put on... him on Twitter, didn't he? Yeah.
2: Oh, did he? Okay. He put well, pictures... Cause I couldn't imagine what he was saying.
3: It's on the TBTL account. Okay. So you can go there yeah. and look
0: along with pictures of all the CDs. That I
3: saw the CDs
0: on the drive. Yeah. Um, he took a layover in Oregon and no matter how many guesses we took at it, we couldn't figure out what city it was. <laughs> Ugh,
1: Luke was just naming cities.
2: I know he should have just said, yep, <laughs> that it was it. In week too. That was it. That's what he should have said.
0: Harlan pepper,
1: Ashland, Stop Aberdeen,
0: naming cities, Ajax, <laughs> the Ashland aardvarks. Not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> uh, We've talked about this before, but if Andrew had a driver and never had to drive again, he'd be very happy.
1: Who wouldn't? Oh, shit. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The amount of stuff I'd get done, or the amount of procrastination I would get done getting to sit in the back seat of a car and driving me to Boston, that'd be great. Sure. This is once in a while I've gotten in an Uber, and I've been working on a project and been really busy, and so I've gotten my laptop out and worked, and I feel like the biggest dick. Yeah. <laughs> That I think I'm that important that I'm like being I, businessy in the back. Of I've a... never
1: been in an Uber. Is there more is there more expectation of uh, social interplay than there is in a cab? I mean,
0: it mm, doesn't have no, to be. I don't think it's like a lift where you're supposed to fist bump the driver. Shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm
1: not I'm not high zeroing anybody in a <laughs> fucking cab. <laughs> Sorry.
3: I've taken plenty of Ubers and, you know, sometimes they want to chat. Sometimes they don't. <clears throat> It's nice to be able to just, yeah, you know, do. I'm always polite, but um, I'll get to you.
2: Well, we in, know in you're you away. don't
1: have a perfect rating, so we know that you've that's rated, true. You've been rude. I've,
0: I'm doing something. How wrong,
2: do we, so. How did you guys find out your ratings?
0: In the Uber app, you can just um, ask. There's a selection for it in the menu. Okay.
3: You have to request it, and then they send it to you in an email, I think.
0: Okay. Oh, I didn't have to do that. I literally just oh, no? pulled it right up instantly so everybody go explore your uber apps for that <laughs> maybe i'm misremembering. uh that. we gotta move on to the real story of monday sure. which is that luke missed his flight that he was paged for a couple of times uh, because he cut it too close like he always does and it bit him in the ass and then the next flight he was on this must have been out of was this out of portland or out of bellingham i forget which direction it was going in uh you, you
1: had to be going down to portland <clears throat>
0: Yeah, the next flight was slowed down because of a seatbelt issue for someone uh, who he thinks shouldn't have been on the flight in the first place. Because uh, let me say this about seatbelts
1: on the plane: we don't put seatbelts on school buses, right? But you know, with a school bus, if a school bus crashes, there's a great chance that there there will be a lot of survivors. Yet, if there's any issue on one little seatbelt on a plane, that's going to just turn into a fireball of thirty five thousand <laughs> degrees if it crashes. <laughs> What the fuck do we care about seatbelts on a plane?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um the real point of this story though is that <sighs> right. that Luke and and Andrew get really frustrated with a certain airline that we actually really like, generally <laughs> speaking. Uh yeah. because of uh well, this I guess this would be this week's episode of entitled Etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, also, it was an off-duty flight attendant, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is, there are two different issues at play here. The first issue is that Luke is mad that the plane took off a few minutes early because he believes in his heart that you can get there up to 10 minutes before the flight is scheduled to depart. And they're not allowed to close the doors before 10 minutes.
2: That's not true
0: yeah exactly that's just not true I think they tell you you're supposed to be at the gate 30 minutes before departure I think it's 35 yes. with Alaska
2: well and also it says on the ticket when they're boarding
0: yeah
3: right. Yeah. which is and usually they 20 him. minutes there's no excuse, <laughs> yes, there's they no page excuse him for twice. any I was I was incredulous at his
0: incredulity
3: <laughs> <Nice>.
0: <laughs> uh, all I'm imagining is he's getting paged and he perks up and goes yeah but Cinnabon or whatever yeah.
2: Right. Well, yeah, how did he know It's that 12 they paged minutes
1: him. till they they're not going to leave. So, right. I I can drag my what feet What was a he more.
2: doing when he heard this? That's I what I want to know. I
3: think he said Looking He was probably parking his car. More parking? Pictures
1: of Frank Stallone on his laptop. I don't know.
3: He was in the fancy lounge getting drunk.
0: Right. So, I think we all pretty much agree that that this is nonsense from luke and that (laughs) it just finally bit him i mean he's talked about this for months and months about how he slips in at the last second Mm -hmm. and uh i wonder the smiles especially if it was bellingham because i bet he sees a lot of the same gate agents he probably runs as the door's about to close every week and this time they got him yeah that was really satisfying (laughs) (laughs) right right
1: right they see they see him running and they get a chance to yeah
0: so no sympathy for luke Uh, Top Story Monday. This is one of the several times this week where Luke's top story is just something he saw on the internet. (laughs) He watches this video of a wooden cabin being built in, was it Latvia? That's what I wrote down. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, but the comment section is the comment section of any video online. And it just ruins all faith in humanity.
3: Yeah, That's what all comment sections do everywhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Do we have anything to say about this? Well,
1: I, I do about the comment section because yesterday I was looking at um, old videos from Almost Live, which is a comedy show that used to be on in Seattle before SNL would come on. And I was looking at one. It was an old Bill Nye skit called Sp- Speed Walker. Mm-hmm. And and you, you get to see a lot of Bill Nye junk jiggling around. It's pretty exciting. Oh. Um, and <laughs> and I made the mistake of looking at the comment section afterwards and and it was like uh that was uh Grasslawn Park not Marymore Park <laughs> I was like all right all right guy it's a comedy sketch you know like people like they feel compelled they have to comment and all they have is like uh well technically you can't get to to Wallingford on that street so this sketch is like way off <sighs>
3: all right guys i hate people (laughs) let's calm the fuck down i have a
2: little joke tell it
3: so where where do internet commenters get their water where a well actually
0: (laughs) 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 thank you meredith An email from listener Matt with a state abbreviation. He managed to spell Go Mariners and all he had to do was include the abbreviation of the Glorioso Islands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds made up to me. The Glorioso Islands?
2: That include
0: rocks. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, good effort. Uh, And now tales of cat sitting um, and how it's terrible. Theo apparently once held a stranger hostage (laughs) Uh, and Andrew actually got very emotional about this. He said he had considered having to put Theo down mm-hmm. because other people just felt endangered by Theo. Uh, mm-hmm. And Luke suggests that he go on that TV show Cat from Hell. I didn't know that was a thing.
3: Yeah, oh, Jackson Galaxy. He's really entertaining.
0: Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. And he carries around a guitar case full of like tricks, doesn't he?
3: Cat toys what? and stuff, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, because he's also a musician. He drives like he's like the guy Fieri of cats. He drives a big, stupid convertible from the 60s and and uh has insane hair. Starburns, Meredith. If uh if Starburns came
1: over to your house, which cat would uh would he be working on?
3: The orange one.
1: What's the orange sure. Is the orange one the one that breaks into the room?
3: Link. Yeah, he's the one who eats, you know, he'll steal a strawberry out of my mouth.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> like you want him to?
3: No, no. Like he's so insane about food. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> he'll eat spinach and he'll grab it and he'll run underneath a chair and then growl at you. He'll eat it and <laughs> growl, 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 growl.
2: He sounds like a dog cat. You got to submit
1: cr- this. Crazy. You got to submit that for Starburns. Yeah. You got to get him out there. <laughs> Maybe he can help you clean the shit out of your house, too. That'd
0: be
3: nice. That'd be nice. All
0: right. Let's wrap up Monday real quick. Luke's going to be on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, June 23rd in Portland. Uh, More feedback on the term Jerry. Uh, A a quick reference to Roadhouse, but opinions vary.
1: (laughs) That Jerry stuff really got to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Buy Livewire tickets for Minnesota, please, for the love of God, people. Because it sounds like it's going to be a giant echo chamber.
1: <laughs> what? Who decided that? Oh.
0: I, d- I don't know.
1: I mean, there's no built-in audience there. Because Livewire has been going on in Portland as a show for a year. or Years, I mean, like a decade at least. So it's a thing. There's a built-in audience in Portland. And so I think. It was like, probably Luke's idea. Uh, but But that venue, though. The Prairie Home Companion venue? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for him on this one. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be tough. Uh
0: let's go on to Tuesday twenty seventy one. Conquer the indoors. Uh Luke and Andrew are in lower <laughs> <laughs> Queen Anne together.
1: <laughs> so funny.
0: Two bros throwing it up in the uh temporary rental situation. Uh that that uh, Andrew and Genevieve are living in just for the week, and Luke is wearing his headphones upside down because he has CBS hair and doesn't want to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk of Andrew's new apartment. Apparently, the landlord, who's never, at least in a long time, hasn't been in the unit, is insisting, at least jokingly, that he and uh, anyone else in the apartment not wear their shoes inside.
2: I don't okay. think it's a joke.
3: No, I don't, I don't think either. So either. It's crazy. Yes. I'm not a shoes inside person. I don't like to wear shoes, but I would never tell anyone else to take their shoes off well, in while this they're morning. moving. Except this morning. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't mind
1: if he took his shoes off. It's for this exact reason <laughs> right. for right. the record. Right.
0: Um
3: Yeah, moving doesn't make any sense. How are you gonna how is that gonna work?
1: <laughs> right. Every time you bring a box in you gotta take your shoes off.
0: Our first department in Providence. We never met our landlord face-to-face. There was a weird handyman who would stop by. Um, We rented it sight unseen, so a colleague of Sam's out here before we moved out here helped us. Like, she went and looked at it for us because we just didn't have a chance to come out before we did. And uh, we lived there for a year and just never, ever, I think once by phone, usually by mail, that was it. Same kind of thing. That doesn't seem
3: so crazy. What if the la- I mean, the landlord could live out of state or something?
0: Landlord lived across town. Oh, um, but it was the same kind of apartment, like just eighteen layers of white, what I call landlord white paint, mm-hmm. gobbed on mm-hmm. every surface of wall and trim. Um, the the room is probably a
1: full square foot smaller than it was the first right. time it was painted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always fun when you take off like a plate on a socket or something. Uh, or a plug, and you just see how deep it goes. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down turtling, but can't remember why.
2: He was talking about doing the whole, um, the whole CBS bit turtling the whole time.
3: To stick your you stick your head out out to make oh, yourself right. look better. You in look pictures. like right. an idiot, right. but the
2: picture looks great. Mm-hmm. Don't right. you have to get oh.
1: the cameraman to go like? Up three or four feet also and kind of shoot down
0: at your turtle angle?
1: <laughs> no, you can Isn't do it that, regular.
0: You can do it straight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God he was talking about his head. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Uh, oh, right. I thought it was fascinating that Andrew mentioned their L.A. apartment costs less than their new Seattle apartment. I know oh, yeah. that Seattle real estate is crazy, but that's bonkers.
2: It can't be worse than L.A. Well, it's also because he li- it they're choosing to live... Mm -hmm. in a really nice neighborhood whereas Mm -hmm. they lived in koreatown you can find a equivalent of koreatown right pay less
0: right wallingford's pretty swanky place yeah he wants to
2: live live in in the mix
0: well he needs that easy access to windsurfing (laughs) right um our top story i loved it on our run sheet i typed over it but our top story (laughs) if i remember correctly um is this commercial again something else luke just randomly saw there's really light on real news this week <laughs> um this dog helmet apparently is part of a volkswagen commercial i guess the point is that the dog can go run on its own because uh, you've got tabs on it because of the helmet such a bad well, idea <laughs> they talked about
1: uh I, I didn't watch the video but they they said like the dog is you know, dog's out on his own walk and you see he's about to run into traffic and you go, hey, stop. And he stops. Okay. But still, I mean, what is he going to sit there while you drive over to where he is and yeah. go
3: <laughs> Well, and also, no dog is going to be like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. In my ear. Sure. But he sees a
1: squirrel and you're saying, hey, stop. And he's like, yeah. no, I ain't stopping. Yeah. This is
2: a good way to murder every the boss dog of me And shake the helmet off and it's yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> but then this is why it's not a true thing. Yeah. No, I can't be, believe no. that they actually, even for a second, thought that it was a real thing.
0: Yeah, right. Now, just an entertaining notion that that could be possible.
2: But also um, we had some um, action in the Stens page where someone said that they would just murder dogs on site if these ever became a thing.
0: Yeah, because that's a perfectly Whoa. logical. Wasn't it um,
1: Bizarro Jay-Z? Yep.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh We've talked about this many times. I think Emily has actually even said this on when she was on our show. Um and other people have said this very similar sentiment. What you think about animals and how you treat animals is a really clear indicator about what kind of person you are.
1: True. Yeah. Cuz it's pretty unfiltered cuz like like if you're a sociopath and you're dealing with other people, you kind of put on a mask and you know, you're able to move through life, but mm-hmm. but when you it's it's kind of like uh, the way you treat animals is also kind of like the way you react in traffic. You know, if you're a racist and you're able to hide it most of the time, but then like some black person <laughs> cuts you off and you start yelling awful things. You're
0: like, ah, yes. yeah, I see yeah. ya. Uh, so pro tip, uh, don't talk about how you'd murderate someone's pet. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Because and if, that's, uh, that's a pretty clear sign that you're a terrible person. And not yeah. on a
2: fan page. Like, do it right. to yourself. right out your manifesto of murdering dogs to your own little notebook. There's a when reason you you're single. <laughs>
0: yeah. We we poke fun once in a while and we take some shots, but this is not a joke. No. Stop being a terrible person. Yeah. Uh, looking to the future, a conversation that's come up before, no one will own cars in the future. The thought is that uh, we'll all just have self-driving zip car memberships or something or, or self-driving Uber memberships. And I like that it was the thought that this would be driving old people to get their medicine and Tinder dates.
1: <laughs> so there's freedom. no in between. There's right, no in no. between. It's just nope. either you're you're hot for a sexing down or you need to to
3: go get your calcium. Well, you pills. need both.
0: And or. You right. need to get
3: your Hi, medicine so you can perform on <laughs> your Tinder sure. date. That's, That's how right. I took it. Yes.
0: Uh but yeah, the liberation of old people to not have their licenses taken away.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Yeah, me too. That's great.
0: Uh Flipper Flop, it's your number one dolphin show on HGTV. <laughs> and a note that uh, Andrew's apparently got to get out because he's heading over to Cairo. I think a couple of weeks ago, he had mentioned that he wanted to go sniffing around for some Cairo scraps. And I wonder yeah. if that's what he was going to do. So it could be fun. Maybe we'll get to hear Andrew sidekicking Phil in on Ron and Don sometimes. Yeah. I would love
1: can. to hear him with, with Don for <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, we got an email from a listener who was put through a, a mindfuck situation. Sorry, Aiden, because of cat sitting. Uh, <laughs> that, was scary. Yeah. that was scary. I would be scared. I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, there was also a conversation about cats. Nobody describes a cat being a uh, dog being great because they're like a cat. But people yeah. talk about cats that are great yeah. because they're like a
2: dog. Oh, my, my dog cats. Uh, yes. My
1: my dog is so great. Whenever anyone comes over, he hides under the bed and no one, yeah. no one <laughs> Scratches <else>. at them.
2: <laughs>
3: As a cat person, I think that's something we say to dog people so they hate our cats less.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love cats that. and, and uh, I don't have a problem with my cat not being very dog-like. It's okay to me.
1: I would just yeah. kill any cats that come into my... Any cat that I see, <laughs> I'm just reasonable. Shoot them kill. on sight. If I'll just sh- yeah. shoot them, no questions asked. Because cats don't like to answer questions, so why, do, why even ask?
4: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tuesday scattered a bit from here. Um, there's some Andrew Road Rage talk.
3: I like the idea that if one of those bros who cut him off had an abusive dad <laughs> or a gay dad or something, yeah. that that would be somehow better. Or if they
2: were... <laughs> Or if they were themselves gay.
3: Oh, was it that? Okay. Because I was thinking, well, I have a gay dad. Does that mean I can get away with some more? Yes.
2: Well, I'm saying that because either? I do as well. So <laughs> Yeah, okay. We get to murder dogs in the street and cut okay. people off in traffic. Good. All right.
0: Have fun with that, guys. <laughs> I have a, a not-in-the-picture dad. I don't know what I get to get away with, but once I find out,
2: I'll let you know. Okay. I think you have to be a stripper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, nobody... <laughs> Nobody, absolutely nobody wants that. <laughs> uh, talk of Aerosmith, talk of scatting. We'll pass that by to get to the clip of the week, which is this amazing commercial by listener Jason. Uh, who, Jason, if you're hearing this, we don't know if you listened to Little Red Bandwagon or not, uh, but we would be more than happy to let you just produce our show. Oh, yes right. <laughs> uh why i don't i don't think we can do it justice let's just take a moment now and take a listen to listener jason's commercial for tonight pants
4: hey do you want to um before we go here do you want to uh play this commercial from listener jason yeah i was going to ask you, if you i have do it that. here yeah. or you do you, you have it ready to play? i have it here too let okay. me uh let me just let me uh, read the, yeah, the setup do. for it hey yeah. guys i've had this idea kicking in my head for a few weeks and I decided to record it tonight. It's a fake ad for a product that might conceivably sponsor TBTL. Uh, I haven't really done any radio production before, so I apologize if it sounds rough. It sounded better in my head. Either way, I hope you get a kick out of it, listener. Jason. Jason has no radio production experience. That's what he have says you in listened the email. To This yet? No, I have not. It's so good. You know that feeling. It's Friday night, and you've just
0: put a long week behind you. You're ready to kick back, relax, and do some serious puttering. Civilization five, here we come. But if you're going to putter, you need to do it right. And that means putting on your finest pair of Tonight Pants. With tonightpants.com, you'll receive a brand new pair of Tonight Pants each and every month. Our stylists search far and wide for the latest in Tonight Pants fashion trends, keeping you looking your most relaxed prefer old jeans to cut off khakis? No problem. We'll develop a custom wardrobe for you. If you don't like something, you can just send it back to us. Visit tonightpants.com and start your 60-day trial today. As a special offer for listeners of this podcast, we'll include a non-tuckable, just the right amount of tight weekend shirt with your first order. Just use offer code TBTL at checkout. Tonight Pants. Conquer the indoors.
4: (laughs) Do you... I mean, have you you clicked on the link for TonightPants.com? Have you you gone there? Yes. So Listener Jason not only just made probably the greatest ad that's ever aired on TBTL, real or fake, with Conquer the Indoors. Oh, my God. That's so perfect. But then he went out and bought the URL for TonightPants.com, which if you click on... Uh, has a picture of some guys in some cut-off khakis and they then, look remarkably like the guys who cut me off in their blue convertible in Portland and then if you click on the part where it says enter the offer code you get routed to TBTL. oh i didn't notice that i didn't yeah. do any i didn't uh, do, uh, click on any of the internal links uh, that is so wow. great i love that's it so amazing. much i played it for genevieve and we were conquer the indoors conquer the i indoors. wonder what does it, <laughs> i wonder if listener jason is a uh, works in advertising because that's a that is such a strong that is, this is just a strong tagline, really, for this show. I know it's But so, also, really, yeah. for, your, for your life specifically. Yes, it is. And also, the production, I, I find it hard to believe that he said he doesn't have any, he's never done a, it was a radio good read, production. too. Everything was like great. Like, the voiceover was strong. I kind of want to just quit. Can I just hand him the keys? Yes. It's time to hand over the keys to the podcast to Jason, I think. And focus on your ragdoll farm. <laughs> yeah, You're starting. Exactly. Wow. Thank you, listener oh, Jason. That's, that's pretty great. awesome. Great.
0: Guys, it's time to conquer the indoors.
2: <laughs> the, why aren't as, these a thing?
1: That is as good of a catchphrase as like um, "Stay thirsty, my friends." I mean, that just sticks with you. Yes. Yep. It's very Absolutely. well done.
2: It was very SNL, like the classic great commercials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But why aren't these a thing? We need tonight, a, pants? tonight. Well, a tonight pants subscription. Oh right. I would. Right. I would do that.
3: My only issue with it is that. On TonightPants dot com, this is exclusively cargo khaki shorts.
2: Well that's because that's what Andrew likes. I know. But that would be my barrier yeah, to ask. Right. right. Well or we could call those the monster package. If you're a monster person <laughs> then you would get these.
0: Uh I don't know if about you hate being comfortable. I don't right. want to speak for Mike, but that uh I'd be right at home ordering a monster package. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just like the idea of your stylist calling you up and interviewing you and finding out at what height up the leg you'd <laughs> like your pants mm-hmm. trimmed off at roughly with scissors.
1: Give me a 48 <laughs> slim fit
0: waist. Uh, just how narrow of a belt would you like for those tonight pants? <laughs> <A> belt. <laughs> That's a trick question. It's a trap. We're going we're to mail you these tonight pants and you can try them on and just keep what you like and send back the rest. Mm-hmm. And then every month, a new pair of Tonight Pants will arrive at your door. Yeah. We need to make that happen. Yeah. See, the real trick here to make money is there's another guy up ahead of you in line. And these are his trunk club pants. And when he's done with them, they're really worn out. Then they get downgraded to Tonight Pants. They get cleaned they, up and trimmed and then sent to you.
1: They just cut them with a pair of scissors. They cut them ragged and then send them to Andrew yep. to, to try <laughs> out.
0: Uh, Really nice work, listener Jason. Mm -hmm. On a Wednesday, 2072, my notes are a little thin here uh, because this was just a classic road trip talk. Uh, This was recorded on Tuesday. The episode's called Who's the Joker Now? Joker. Uh, And they're in Andrew Sion taking a drive to take Luke to his uh, CBS interview. He's going to talk to one of those guys who builds a funky boat for that weird boat race to Alaska. Uh, and I think that would have
1: been more interesting than the show. Yeah. I, well, I want to I wanna hear about that boat.
0: <laughs> and you will. I'm sure we on will. On CBS Sunday morning.
1: No, I see, I don't watch CBS Sunday morning because uh, Sunday morning I'm outside because that's where the world is in 3D and full <laughs>
3: motion 24 7. No, I started to get nervous when Luke said he was going to a stranger's wood shop <laughs> slash that's kill room. Like a bad idea.
0: He's going to show up, and it's just all plastic wrapped. It's actually yeah, Dexter. Yeah, yeah. A like lot Dexter. of saws. <laughs> um, rehashing drive through conversation, which has come up a lot of times before. Andrew does not do drive throughs because his dad taught him right. Luke does do drive throughs, and then Shay meets in his car in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, but uh, Luke convinces Andrew to go through a drive through once because they hit a Starbucks. Uh, before that, though, Couple of other notes. Uh Southwest plumber gigolo. Some some billboard for a plumber. I don't know the details, but uh why not? And oh,
1: you know, I, I've noticed this Christy's probably noticed this too. Like some plumbers are starting to like try to advertise sexy. You know like, oh, I have not noticed this. You have not noticed that? No. There there are Ah, Gosh, I think I've seen at least one TV ad for like it was like for a liquid plumber type thing. But it was like, you know, some good looking dude comes and he's going to fix your pipes or whatever. And hmm. I don't know.
3: Well, plumbers have an image problem. Yeah. So this might be how they're trying to address it. There's a there's a HVAC company in Dallas that advertises a big billboard that says your wife is hot. Better fix the <laughs> air. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the the I like our plumber a lot, but uh sexy? No, he ain't, he ain't doing it. For uh, sexy
0: of us. and trade school jobs just don't seem to go together to me. That's mm-hmm. not an insult to people who work in those trades. I am incredibly jealous of anyone who can work those fields because I just have none of those skill sets, but um none of those are getting me worked up.
1: I, f- I find that if uh, if the people that work on your house are, are sexy, you forgive them more for stuff like when they they install your water heater incorrectly and flood your basement. You know, you f- you forgive them more <laughs> if they're kind of hot.
0: But You know, the thing was, it was a furnace and they still managed oh, right. to flood so, our basement, <laughs> yeah. How does which that is work? an even harder feat. I forgot to yeah. about that. It was a furnace. <laughs> uh, and no, uh, that guy was as ugly as he was obnoxious at oh, the end see? when we screamed so then at each other. you can't forgive that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, nobody, most people in New England aren't listening to this podcast, if you are, but uh, restivos in Rhode Island can go fuck themselves.
1: <laughs> wow, you're pretty yeah. foul-mouthed today, Bob. That's
0: yeah, pretty much the same thing I said to the Better Business Bureau. Um, We get a special segment of Is Luke a Jerk? Uh, some of you may listen to Nerd Out Loud. We didn't talk about this in advance, but uh, Christy... Could we borrow the segment music for this from Nerd Out Loud?
2: Uh, sh- Sure. The Jeremy Henson one?
0: Yeah. So there's a recurring segment on Nerd Out Loud called Am I a Jerk? Where one of your hosts or a guest or submitter will bring a situation to the table and ask whether or not they are a jerk. And I love this segment. <laughs> and Luke is doing it. With this, uh, because he made a reference on Livewire to the Underground Railroad. Well, I'm going to pause now for the theme music, because it's pretty great. Am I a
4: jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around.
1: Haven't I done a version of that theme song? um on this show before i think i have
0: i think you have uh but i don't feel like going to find it so we're just gonna use jeremy <laughs> henson's because it's better anyway <laughs> it's also we're bad. gonna make a star out of jeremy henson and he's not even gonna know it so no
4: yeah
0: it is Luca jerk underground railroad reference edition uh he had the guy who made the documentary flop house about these houses where comedians just show up and crash while they're doing sets in la and other cities and he compared it to like the underground Railroad of comedy because they show up hat in hand looking for a place to stay before they go on to their next thing. And people, apparently, or at least one NPR radio listener, got all wound up about it and said it was <sighs> incredibly offensive. Well, I,
1: what does she think of the soup Nazi? That's what I want to know. I mean, what references I the can you make?
0: Soup Jerry.
3: Thank you.
2: It's not a perfect analogy. Yeah, the it's the but, analogy is problematic, but... Yeah, it's weaker yeah. as a
1: joke than it is as, a, as right.
2: an offensive it, thing. I think Andrew said, well, it's not really funny. <laughs> right. <'Cause> it wasn't.
4: <laughs>
2: but, and the analogy is kind of broken, but you know what? Get over yourself. And
3: But who's surprised that an NPR not, listener would write not that Not at better? all.
2: And in fact, we've gotten feedback like that, and I almost said, hey, I wonder if it's... Fill in the blank. I'm not gonna name names, but you guys know who I, who could have written yeah, this. I had that same thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would love it if an NPR listener wrote in and was just like, "Here are three ways that could have been funnier."
3: Yeah,
1: they rewrote <laughs> the joke. Let's workshop that. Here's joke. here's what you do um, if you're Luke. You apologize to the woman. Say, "Oh gosh, I'm sorry. That was insensitive of me," and then. Try to work an Underground Railroad reference into every show from now until the end of time. (laughs) And just every time apologize for it.
0: So Luke is um, not a jerk. He's just not funny. Yeah. (laughs) Great.
2: And well, I think he'd rather be a jerk. I don't say he's not a jerk. About this. Right. Oh, yeah. He's an unfunny jerk. But he's a jerk
0: when it comes to airlines and (laughs) BB6 and a lot of other things. But. I listened to that episode of Livewire, and I did not think anything offensive of that reference. I think no. that while, while, the, while the comparison was not a perfect fit, I knew exactly what he was going for, right? and it was just a historical reference point.
1: Mm-hmm. Just a throwaway comment, and someone decided to be mad.
0: Right. Uh, I want to only mention the sponsors of the day. I don't normally go out of my way for this, but I thought it was very cute. That both Aiden and Will were on the list separately <laughs> as sponsors of the day. Uh, so our, our, one Two of our youngest favorites. listeners. How, how does
1: that work? He's a, does, does he have a checking account? Does he have a <laughs> visa? What's going on over there?
3: Aiden's, He's sending his allowance money in every
0: yeah. week. Aiden's piggy like. bank was smashed by American public media. Yeah,
1: Aiden, it's all right. You can stop your donation. That's for grownups. You keep your money. He wants Buy the swag. Candy.
0: Aiden wants it for the tax write off. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Man, those
1: feds are all over him.
0: Yeah, actually, most of Aiden's money is offshore. It's it's really. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, uh, back to drive-through talk. These guys hit a Starbucks drive-through. Luke wants a tall soy latte. Uh,. Andrew orders it for him uh and we <laughs> and uh where do we go from here we can start I
3: d- do you guys have an issue with drive-thrus I didn't know anybody preferred not driving through <laughs> I didn't know anyone would rather park their car and get out and walk into a building I
1: think it depends on the the business I I would usually rather walk in but
3: I don't know if there's anything that I wouldn't buy through a drive-thru
2: I have drive through anxiety, but that doesn't mean that I would. I not. I don't
1: like the tipping situation on the drive through. I like to go in and.
2: You're like George get, Costanza. You want to get credit for that tip.
1: <laughs> no, it's just like if you're if you're at the drive through and you're paying cash and you gotta do that thing where you get out another dollar and say keep that and do that. I'd rather you know just go inside and and use my credit or debit card or whatever and just write the tip. And, I don't and I don't want to go through the whole thing in the drive through where I'm signing stuff. I think I, I don't have anxiety about it. I'm just it's just I
3: don't like now, that Starbucks trajectory. has taken care of that because they have an app and you can pay with the oh, app okay. and you can tip on the yeah. app. So you just have to scan your phone and then you can add whatever tip you want. Well, Emily
1: does that and I, I go inside and pick them up for her. I don't buy anything at Starbucks. I hate Starbucks. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess I'm not. I'm not that versed in their in their drive-thru.
0: Well, we know who walks up. Only one kind of bird walks up. Pheasants. <laughs> Only pheasants <right>?
2: walk up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also agreed Luke was talking about the tipping situation. And you should definitely be tipping your baristas, especially because they actually put work into it. Mm-hmm. Where, like he said, someone opens a beer and gets usually a dollar, right? Right.
0: Right. A couple of other notes here. Andrew orders by the ounce, not by the tall, grande, venti, mucho. Well,
1: yeah. how did that, all that bullshit get started anyway? I mean, why Starbucks. why do we have to do that? Starbucks, Starbucks did it. We it. Don't, I, I, hate Starbucks. Yeah. I hate Starbucks. I hate them so much for so many reasons. Why do you people go to Starbucks and don't fucking get it?
2: You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> there's a local company, SBC, Seattle's Best Coffee, that was. I would say, Seattle's best coffee (laughs) until it got bought out by Starbucks. But they bucked the system. They did not want to go into Starbucks' system, so they would do small, medium, large. And if you Mm. tried to order grande, they would go, do you mean medium? (laughs) And I really appreciated that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I always order small, medium, large when I walk into Starbucks. And it's just because I, I don't know, it's on some very... Instinctual level, I just don't want to give in to those stupid names. But now I've really taken to bringing in my own travel mug. So usually I just show up and say, "Put it Fill in this, this, this. Yeah. whatever mm-hmm. size you want to call this. Put it in this." Yeah.
3: I have an issue with people putting ridiculous names on menus, and there's oftentimes a dish I want to order but I won't say it. <laughs> so you point. <laughs> so I just no, I choose something else.
0: Oh.
1: So you just couldn't order like, not... it at IHOP or Denny's? You yeah, have I was just going to no. say. So... <laughs> <over laughs> my hammy <laughs> is out. Like Right. Rudy Tootie right. Fresh and Fruity.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. That's to a when way. you say, I want two eggs over medium home fries and toast with bacon, and you just wait and see how it comes out and how much they charge you.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I was at Starbucks yesterday morning. I had to get into Boston early for a rehearsal and I had about an hour and a half to kill. And it was the morning rush, but nobody was at the table. So I got a table facing the cash register and the barista. And I will say about 75% of their business was people picking up orders they'd prepaid for online mm-hmm. with the app. Mm-hmm. Just going straight to the barista counter. Oh, I have a latte for Joe. Grabbing the latte and gone. I was actually impressed yeah. how quick that was working.
1: Yeah. She orders the flat white. I just go in there. And sometimes sometimes you have to tell them who you are. Sometimes it's just sitting there and you grab it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's pretty easy. And and I don't have to interact with any of those basketball stealing assholes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety just about Starbucks in general when there's people that don't know how to order or pick up and they're the hoverers, they stand by the by the where <laughs> right. they give the drinks and they're trying to grab every single person's. Yeah. Right. And even though they're calling out, you know, like grande mocha and they look and they grab it and they hold it and then they're like, Oh, I didn't get a mocha. Well, if you didn't order it, she just clearly said what it was.
3: And half the time they use your name. right? Or they try right. to.
0: <laughs> no excuse. Uh, what are you guys doing? He's recording me because I'm so interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, it seems when Andrew's anxiety is up, he becomes a jerk. He gets braggy, it was... right? Because he's trying to, he's
3: doing the opposite of how he feels. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: he's not like that at all, so it just seemed... Like the anti-Andrew. The same as later on in the week when the guy comes to his car.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he is a supersonic. <laughs> it's really interesting. Uh, this episode rambles from here, but um, Luke does rummage through Andrew's CD box.
3: Yeah, I got an intense flashback from that Spoon song. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my freshman year of college like the whole thing just washed over me and i was like oh boy
0: i can't listen to this anymore
3: Which i was, was sad they it?
2: didn't pick a fugazi song
0: <laughs> oh it was girls can tell
3: it was yeah that's the album it was the song was everything hits at right
0: Once. uh and that was the song that auto loaded on luke's ex's myspace page Yes. <laughs>
3: or a spoon song. I don't know if it was uh, that one, but yeah. that sounds about
2: right. right. But who
0: calls it personally against Spoon?
2: Yeah, against Spoon. <laughs> so stop stalking, is that what we should really say? And shouldn't uh, we
1: really be mad at MySpace for allowing that to happen in the first place? It should
0: <laughs> I blame Tom personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. Tom. He's my friend. Smug <laughs> motherfucker.
2: He's my only friend. Have you guys gone into MySpace lately? <laughs>
3: I can't. I log can't in. log in. Are you I sure? Think yeah.
1: he, I think he was my only friend too because I only created a fake account to to spy on um, a relative, <laughs> <laughs> and not no not spy on the relative, but spy on um, his uh, girlfriend slash potential uh,
0: wife. That sounds like something I would do.
2: Um, my <laughs> company just recently purchased MySpace. Home. I didn't even know it was still a thing. I I said to my boss, are er, is uh, GeoCity not available. Right. But um, so I just wanted to log in and I still have an account. But the funny part is when you go to log in, it it asks you if you want to log in with Facebook. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Uh,
0: um, I'm trying to log in right now as we talk. It took me a few tries because it's linked to my old buffalo.edu email address. (laughs) But I did remember the password. The terms of service have changed in the last 10 years. So I had to agree to that. Where is my profile? Let me see here.
1: I don't hear spoon playing, so it can't No be spoon. Up
0: um I have I have one thing in my top eight. Uh Aiden, I apologize in advance. It's a band called the Byron Brown motherfuckers. Byron Brown was the mayor of the city of Buffalo when I lived there. Uh oh wow. This is uh, this is an unfortunate rabbit hole we can't go down right now um but i will send you guys the picture of me that is my profile picture please do pre-beard mm-hmm. hair geled up tuxedo jacket in a frat basement
2: yes oh jesus christ i'm so glad we did this
0: i regret saying any of this now <laughs> uh but we need to move on for now uh thursday 2073 sometimes a vitamin is just a vitamin luke's in portland Andrew's cats are alone in their new apartment, and Andrew. What could go wrong? To aspire to be Jughead. As
1: long as they take their shoes off, I think. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: They'll be all right. They're kitten mittens.
1: What What yeah. is it about Jughead that appealed to anybody? I, d- I guess I don't get it. I, don't I get never it. got the Jughead thing.
2: I didn't think Jughead was like a, a ducky character at all.
1: Uh, yeah. He it's was just a, jerk. a dummy. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm still distracted by this picture. Um <laughs>
1: I guess it, I guess it's because he was, you know, he was one that wasn't classically handsome, like Yeah, you know, he was like um, the football
2: player or whatever. Reggie
1: and Archie and Moose, you know.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> Andrew tells a story of being inspired by Degrassi Junior High, <sighs> stealing <laughs> vitamins. This was eighth grade, a troubling time for everyone in America. Yes. Stealing vitamins from his mom, yeah. bringing them into in a baggie, trying to sell them like drugs.
1: What's, what's great about this story, and I think Andrew's told other ones like it, is that he takes the wrong message from um, <laughs> right? television shows or whatever. <laughs> like, the show is designed to tell you, oh, this is a terrible thing. Right, don't, don't do, do that. that. And the person, do you this. know, obviously gets in trouble, gets punished. And then he just leaves off all the last part of it. The person getting in trouble and getting punished mm-hmm. and just goes for what he thought was cool when it was proposed as an idea on the show you know like he has selective memory and then he's gonna do exactly what got that person in trouble um and he got in trouble in exactly the way that you would think yeah you'd get in trouble did you guys
2: watch this show
0: i did no i didn't no i was aware of it but i've never actually sat and watched really? it
2: oh my gosh i was obsessed
1: was it on um, American television or was it on Canadian mm-hmm. television?
2: Well, it was a Canadian show, but also it was on American, and it was from. Did it play May- in
1: syndication or did it play on a on a network in the U.S.? Uh I don't.
0: Because I don't understand. remember it
1: being on a network.
0: I remember it because I think, you know, growing up fairly close to Canada, yeah, we could pick up the CBC with a yeah. with rabbit ears. On That's a good where day. I used
1: to see it. I mean, when I would see parts of it, I would see it on. Vancouver stations, right?
2: Yeah, it was, it said junior high was 1987
0: to 1989. Yikes. <laughs> I loved it. Um, the point of this story is the Andrew paradox, which is that he got harassed and nobody believed him that the pills <laughs> were drugs and yet still got in trouble for dealing drugs. <laughs> He couldn't win either way the way this thing cut.
1: Well, he could have flushed him down the toilet and then all the fish in Ohio would have grown big and strong.
0: <laughs> uh, I grew up near a nuclear power plant, so <laughs> right. I understand Blinky. completely. Yeah, uh, Andrew thinks that Luke should start some public radio beef as part of this live wire trip to Minnesota. <laughs> I'm
1: surprised this hasn't happened already because he and John Moe go way back and they're friends, but the, I think if, if Mo still had a show, he could have really started up some beef with right. him. But it's the wrong time with uh, Garrison Keeler. Is what it, You know, he's on his way out the door, and who knows who this, what this new guy's going to come up with. So well, I don't think it's the right time for one of his beefs.
0: Good luck for them trying to hit free throws with a giant Garrison Keeler face out in the audience, <laughs> <laughs> or actually just a a normal sized Garrison Keeler face
1: sure sure and it's the tendrils of his nose hair it's going to wrap around your arms while you're trying to shoot
0: (laughs) Um, speaking of things that made me shudder let's also talk about Andrew talking about his version of the Kim Kardashian picture that broke the internet Mm. which I think Luke said would just disable the internet because they would feel Mm -hmm. to shut it down (laughs) Uh, so for those of you Andrew lovers out there keep an eye out for that picture um other disaster talk. The guys take a few minutes to talk about the Neptune explosion. Um I have not been, but Christy, Mike. I, that's where Neptune.
1: I uh that's where I remember Christy, you ran that wine thing there, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went there. I think before that there was a uh, book club for the watchmen and I think Emily was in town. We went to a Seahawks game and then went to that book club. Christy, did you go to that one?
2: No. That was okay, before so we went to team. that
1: at the Neptune and then yeah, we went to the I went to the wine tasting. I was alone in Seattle at that time, and that's where I met Kate. Yes. Um so both of those were a lot of fun. And that the place had a great feel. The people were nice. It's it sucks, but I'm really glad it happened at two in the morning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um time is starting to get tight here, so I'm gonna start moving a little bit faster but I have to stop to say that Luke says he's going to cook a blue apron meal in his new kitchen. And all I could think was pictures or it didn't happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Top story Thursday, what Luke saw last night on the internet. Um, There's a lot of um, stray conversation here. He had a round bed at his hotel room in Portland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And at one point he calls the headboard a backsplash
1: oh that's upsetting that's, upsetting. that's yeah. terrible I just <laughs> oh.
0: yeah. uh yes uh Andrew jokes about how he brings a saw to hotel rooms to make his bed round which leads to a conversation <laughs> <laughs> about Polak jokes and a certain ethnic blank jokes I mean I think we all grew up with these mm-hmm. and we all understand that we are not they're not funny anymore more or less
3: I didn't know why they were funny when right. I was a kid. I just you I just, just know knew what to pull. Left. I didn't even know what it was. I just my brother told those jokes and I thought he was funny. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: they're they're uh, basically xenophobe dad jokes or racist right. dad jokes,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Luke talks about billeting with Hugo the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that, billeting's not so much a Canadian term, but it's it's heavily used in the hockey world because when yeah. youth hockey teams. Travel. I know that they will billet, and also uh, young single A, double A baseball players often get billeted by volunteer families when they're moving from team to team.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea because you're talking about the age of kids. Like from the hockey, it goes from like 15 or 16 through 20, 21, and those baseball players, yeah, probably 17 to 20. It's a good idea to not put these kids in an apartment on their own. To, to or a hotel, room right? Just by yeah. themselves. Drop them somewhere where there's a little structure, you know.
3: We did this with when I was a kid with our choir. We hosted a choir from Ukraine, mm-hmm. and they all came and stayed with us.
1: Yeah, we used to uh, go up to Vancouver on like soccer exchanges and stuff when I was a kid, and and uh, I didn't ever encounter anyone as weird as as Hugo. Or <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, there were two there were two things that I I remember pretty clearly and one was there something going on with the queen one weekend and they were everyone was like glued to the tv over something going on with the fucking queen and i'm like what the fuck is this who cares about the queen she's not even your queen what are you guys doing and and the other one was uh we went candle pin bowling and i thought that was the weirdest thing
3: oh yeah that's very It's kind like throwing it
1: throwing cannonballs at, at five <laughs> pins
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh we get some of that in new england too but uh always fun
1: yeah. I'm mean, the the thing is the, the, the ball is about the size where you immediately want to throw it overhand and then everyone's right. like no, no 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 you gotta bowl it. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a grapefruit sized yeah. ball.
1: Yeah, it's like a softball size, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh let's see here, what else did I want to cover with that? Before we get into these gross dermatology videos. Oh no no no. no. Oh, right. Uh Don Cherry's Rock'em Sockem Hockey. You're talking about a highlight of my youth.
1: Yeah, Don Cherry is the man.
0: <laughs> Don Cherry at one point was the coach of the Rochester Americans AHL hockey team, so he has an affinity for Rochester, and we have an affinity for him. Uh, God, if you have five minutes you want to kill, just Google Don Cherry suits mm-hmm. and just check out that man's wardrobe. Makes it's makes amazing.
1: Craig Sager look look like a funeral director.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the top story. After they finally get back to it, these these videos. Apparently there's a world on the internet because of their course, of course there is, of people who love seeing gross skin stuff filmed. And a dermatologist Mm -hmm. realized she's got the lighting to make people a star. Nope.
4: I don't want to get into this. I did not go
0: watch the videos. I'm perfectly happy not watching the videos. Nope. Nope. I do think it's funny that uh, the dermatologist star making these movies nicknamed her guy, her number one guy, Mr. Wilson. For his giant gin blossom nose. <laughs> oh,
3: my that's from thought, Dennis the Menace,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the guy.
3: Guy. He did have that nose, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. But my first thought with this is, how is this okay privacy-wise? They probably like, sign
2: off.
0: I don't know if you can. You must be
2: a zit. The, zits, the yeah.
3: zit
1: is a star. You need to get the zit to sign off. Mm-hmm.
0: If they can get people to um, do surgery on TV for ratings on other channels why not this online
3: yeah but they usually don't show their faces yeah but that's where the action is mm.
0: get an email from listener evelyn about ghost stories but they ask her to hold off and call in about it so we'll see if that ever happens friday 2074 clown prince of the moondoggers luke is home in bellingham andrew is sitting in his car outside his new apartment as the movers move in his stuff <laughs>
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess he didn't want to sit in front of his own house because the movers were there. But I agree. Luke, like Luke said, he should have gone miles away. Mm hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Go sit or in a parking a, lot somewhere. Yeah. a
2: Parking lot at a like a grocery store or something. And if you're going to park in front of someone's house, they're going for an hour. They're dressed all weird. I mean, he has Headphones on, and yeah, on his microphone.
3: neighbor was right to be suspicious. Yeah. That would be
2: strange, right. especially if I mean, think about sitting outside some paranoid person who already thinks the FBI is spying on them, and you've got headphones, headphones and a yeah. giant microphone.
0: Uh, so the neighbor comes over and checks on him.
1: Uh, yeah. The neighbor, who he said was wearing parachute shorts
2: and wraparound <laughs> sunglasses.
1: Um, wrap around sunglasses are a thing parachute shorts i mean meredith was doing a little research before the show and what she came up with really i don't think was a thing
3: yeah i don't think yes, so, either. so well think what about mistaken. do
2: you remember parachute pants of course yeah
3: and of course the, i found plenty of those but i'm not having much luck finding them in short form especially
0: for i'm men. pretty sure parachute shorts are just parachute pants that you cut off at the knee roughly <laughs> and, wear with and then you,
1: you you sew some belt loops onto oh, yeah. the top and <laughs> belt them up
0: Add some cargo pockets.
1: That's that's April's uh, tonight shorts of the month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Onto your top story from Friday, uh, Johnny Manziel has been uh, let go from the Cleveland Browns organization, uh, which puts us in a wide-ranging conversation about Cleveland, starting with Valley City being the home of the Frog Jump competition, followed by Luke taking us through Cleveland's nicknames because Andrew doesn't know any of them. This
1: was a long fucking tangent. Sorry, I shouldn't yeah. have said that. Yeah. Shouldn't have said tangent. Um, <laughs> it was like 20 minutes to get to, uh, to get to the Johnny Manziel thing. Right. All of that Cleveland stuff. It was just the sixth city, is it?
0: The sixth city, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh,
1: that's worse than 2000th episode. C-town.
2: I wish I had, I wish there was some kind of way in Vegas to, to, um, Put a bet on someone's future because I would have put money down that he would have gone the way of Ryan Leaf. In fact, I think I said it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you, uh, is this guy's life going to be a disaster? Minus minus one ten? Well, Okay. Give me 500 on that.
2: Yeah. I mean, just when he was in college and he trademarked his name. Yeah. Right. Then I knew.
1: Yeah, when he was bragging about about uh, making money in college, it didn't, you know, every, a lot of guys make money in college. But the smart thing is to not talk about the money that you're making right? while you're in college.
2: Well, and how crazy it is his dad saying someone needs to take care of him or he's going to die. Yeah, so let's just keep giving him millions of dollars.
3: Mm-hmm. Are we surprised a guy like that isn't the
0: greatest parent figure?
3: Yeah, right.
2: or that his kid has run over him his whole life. Yeah,
0: Yeah, right. Uh, 10 seconds of football talk Squidward possible quarterback candidate for the Cleveland Browns that's no. true
2: they're Probably. almost just getting worse <laughs> he's, uh, just a,
1: he's just a, a taller slightly less fucked up Johnny Manzo.
0: yeah well you know this is really the Broncos fault for gobbling up Tim Tebow <laughs> <laughs> football is going to be fun to watch as we figure out where quarterbacks end up yeah uh, the most interesting man in the world is being cut loose from Dosekis. Uh, would D- have been, does he,
1: are they going to kill him or are they just going to make him the second most interesting man in the world? Just promote <laughs> someone?
0: It sounds like they're going to shoot him into space. Yeah, They're going to send him on a one way mission to Mars.
3: <laughs> yeah. I didn't like this ad campaign, but no matter how good of an ad it is, it's still not going to convince me that Dosekis is good. Yeah
0: uh i i don't think it matters whether or not you like it it's it's the fact that it's reached uh cultural i mean it's just such a quoted referenced thing and you know exactly what it's for i mean it was effective Mm -hmm. whether or not you like it uh forever we'll know for a generation that that was the guy from Dosecki's commercials and if you say most interesting man in the world yeah it doesn't make me want to Dosecki's, but they luke said their sales tripled so it clearly Mm -hmm. worked
1: Conquer the indoors. That's if gonna be. If you want a here. shitty
2: Mexican beer, you're gonna go with the one <laughs> that has a good advertising campaign.
0: If you want a shitty Mexican beer, you're gonna think twice before ordering a Corona now.
2: Right. <laughs> Although Corona and Dosequis are the same company.
0: Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> um and I won't drink either of them because they're both terrible.
2: Uh, uh, what
0: uh, if
1: you need to change your latitude, Bobby? What? You, how are you gonna accomplish that <laughs> with your American beer?
0: I'm going to waste away in Margaritaville if I need to change my latitude. We can't Um, be friends. Editing (laughs) note. I'm kidding. I would never, ever. You guys saw the pictures. I worked a trivia tournament in a place called Baja Brothers Sandbar Grill. (laughs) Mm. The whole place is just a Jimmy Buffett inspired explosion of terrible. There's a
1: jackalope (laughs) antler on the wall.
0: Mm. Uh, Most definitely somewhere that uh, yeah, the several clocks that have five in every position was the real charming. Oh no. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I sent you guys also a picture of the route one mile zero marker that they have mounted on a post in a bucket of concrete, just sitting in the middle of the room.
1: I think it's a dangerous thing to put one of those five, five o'clock clocks on the wall, especially if you have a happy hour, because then you're stuck doing your happy hour pricing all the time. Cause you can always point to the wall and say, look five
0: o'clock. This is we're talking about Massachusetts. They're, happy hour is not legal here. We still have blue it, laws. It's <laughs> not. No. Hmm. Oh, God. Liquor laws are still so you go to the packy. Exactly. Got to get in while you can. Cause Sundays get you a quart
1: at the packy.
0: <laughs> we had a conversation in our chat this week about offensive New England accents, but uh, like uh, that
1: one I just rolled up.
0: Yes. Uh, Editing note, we paused for a clip from doseki's commercials, but there was no clip. <laughs> Thanks, <was awesome>. guys. <laughs> Email, other person's problem from Caroline. Uh, they finally found a perfect dream home with a backyard that they can chill in all night, except there's the neighbor with the German shepherd that won't shut the hell up.
1: Luke went straight for some weird writing to the city. I mean,
2: come on. Well, that's just... when you just shoot them.
3: Oh, you put the Volkswagen hat on the dog.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: let the and then open. you let someone else shoot him. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything sh- they they were just going to do anything but just go and have a friendly conversation with their neighbor.
3: I mean, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to yes. ask,
0: right?
1: I didn't right. get I didn't get why that, but they got about fifteen minutes of bad advice. <laughs>
3: Until Andrew finally nudged him over towards, just say
1: something. Yeah, just uh, you know, hey, that dog, you know, seems really upset.
2: Is everything? (laughs) What's going on with your dog? Yeah. How about you don't leave your dog outside all the time? Yeah. We don't.
3: We don't discourage our dog from barking because we want her to to warn us when somebody comes to the house. But when she's in the backyard, the second she barks, she comes inside. She does not stay out there. Right,
1: because sometimes they'll just go crazy over.
3: Yeah, just some she's barking at squirrels bullshit. usually, but <laughs> but you know that's what I don't want her
2: to do. People, sometimes people think they want to be dog owners, but they don't actually want to mm-hmm. deal with it, and so they just put the dog outside, mm-hmm. pretty much all day. Yep. That's probably the situation.
0: Friday ended with no music for your weekend. No explanation why.
2: Yay. Well, I think we should just keep I think we need to start keeping track of How many days it's been since we've turned in Our music for the weekend <laughs>
3: Yeah
0: I think they're protesting
3: our <laughs> protests And
2: um, then we can just say It's been this many days since mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, I just assumed That they were all out of suggestions
2: Oh yeah, yeah. no more in the hopper
3: <laughs> Oh that must be it <laughs> Guys you should send
1: it Or, some or just all the songs they got suck
2: yeah. They're just horrible I like to believe that even though I did submit one.
1: Yeah. It was terrible. I saw your submission. <laughs> you
2: saw mine. <laughs> it was the worst song ever. All right. Awful.
0: On, to house, on to housekeeping, guys, because we get to go. All right. uh, I will be there this weekend when you're hearing this on Monday. I'm flying out on Saturday morning, uh, either Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. We'll get something out there to get together. There's a post on the Stens page and the Little Red Bandwagon page fielding suggestions for locations so we'll get this nailed down keep an eye out there and we'll get word out Uh, we're talking extremely informal we're not doing a live show we're wearing pajamas Uh, please don't oh (laughs) please please put on real pants show a little respect (laughs) Uh, but we'll get together i'd love to see people and have a drink and hang out so we'll come up with that i i'm angling for something family friendly I don't know if Ellie is going to be around next weekend, but between that and the agents of the world and, you know, I know that family friendly and booze serving is a tough yeah. Venn diagram in
2: we Washington We have a couple State, of suggestions. But there are we'll... a couple
0: of good suggestions out there. Mm-hmm. So probably something that looks like a brewery or a pizzeria high on the yep. list. Uh, and Nerd Out Loud, uh, Christy, uh, Jeremy is looking to build a wedding website for you guys. And yes. you need a URL, don't you?
2: Correct we want it to be funny. So yes. give us suggestions. We there are some pretty good ones. We're going to be deciding by this uh, I think next week. So next Saturday we want to have it nailed down.
0: And remember dot space URLs are on sale right now. So
2: I know. We- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Christy, what did you say when when Jeremy asked you to marry him? Did you say sure?
2: Sure. Okay. Well, I said yes you said i guess didn't you <laughs> i guess i, I, like I don't remember <laughs> i actually don't remember but i think i well... said yes but <laughs> mm, mm. let's see i think i i i think i said what's your credit score again Psycho um, right. <laughs> <laughs> please i think i said yes and then he was still kind of talking or something and then mm. he didn't hear your first yeah, answer. So yeah and then they yeah. i don't know yeah i i don't remember all right. <laughs> that's that's
1: what every girl likes to say about her proposal. <laughs> I, I I don't, I don't yeah. know. We was talking, and then I started to, I don't know.
0: We are in overtime, guys. Oh. So, LittleRedBandwagon.com, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> LRB Podcast, LittleRedBandwagon, Gmail.com, 802-432-TBTL. Christy, get us out of here.
2: Until next time, this is the next party.
1: Oh, gosh. I love you, Jen, and welcome home, Andrew.
0: Nailed it. Oh, and keep archiving. i missed that part. Oh, keep archiving. That's okay. Okay.
1: Or stop archiving. No. (laughs) Mike, you're the worst. I was just doing my farewell.
4: (laughs) Now that you're back in a non-desert climate, you can go back to your suction cup ways. Yeah, you certainly can. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go back to sucking.